one man, one destination. Everyone is canceled. Late night, hosted by myself, Dylan Randall. This show is an oral artistic dance and is completely fictional. Obey the laws in your country and listen to your doctor. And if your doctor approves, go love yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Everyone is Cancelled. I am your host, Dylan Randall. It's great to have you here. I have a special announcement today, and I would love to share it with you guys. I got saved. I've been reading the Bible for, I don't know, five, six years now. And before you scroll off, let me share my story a little bit with you, because I want to extend that invitation to you right now. I want to extend that invitation to you right now before we get started, because it's life-changing I believe you could feel a light and a love that you have never known if you don't know Jesus Christ. If you don't know Jesus Christ, I want to introduce you to him right now. I'm going to start this off with a scripture, a scripture that has meant a lot to me, a scripture that has been trending online, a scripture that is known to many, but not enough. This is John 3, 16 through 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. You see, you don't get to heaven by your works, people. And you don't have to know the whole Bible to know this. It starts with a seed of truth. The way to heaven is not by our works. The way to heaven is not by you trying really hard. The way to heaven is free. It was paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ, the one and only Son of God. And I believe this is the truth. I believe that if you search your heart for the truth and you ask God to get to know him, you ask him for the truth with an open heart, that he will answer you. I love you guys. God bless you. Let's get into the show. This week, Trump is indicted. Trump is indicted and he's in trouble again and it's not suspicious at all. He's going to court for a second time. It seems that they're going to do anything they can to keep him from running. That's not my opinion. That just seems to be the facts expressed by analysts and by a large percentage of the American populace, uh, both left and right. So let's get into the statistics. A Fox article came out. I know. It's Fox. How could you rely on that? Well, it's actually quoting a poll released by ABC slash Ipsos. Whatever Ipsos is. I know what ABC is. So this is an ABC poll. Okay. So the article is by Audrey Spady on Fox News. While nearly half of Americans support the second indictment of former President Donald Trump relating to his alleged mishandling of classified documents after leaving office. Many also believe it was politically motivated. On Thursday, Trump announced he was indicted by special counsel Jack Smith on 37 federal counts relating to the unlawful retention of classified documents, describing the investigation to Fox News Digital as 
the greatest witch hunt of all time. A recent ABC Ipsos poll conducted after the shocking indictment found that 48% of Americans think Trump was rightfully charged in the classified documents case, while 35% do not think he should have been indicted. About 17% reported feeling unsure about whether the former president should have been indicted the second time. Among political parties, the article goes on to state 86% of Democrats and 45% of independents say they support the indictment, while the majority of Republicans, 67%, disagree with the charges against Trump. Here's the thing, people. Here's the thing. Uh, Many presidents have been accused of having classified documents all the way from Bush to Clinton to Obama. Biden was found to have them, yet his own DOJ is not charging him. Big news. You know, this isn't left or right. Why would it be? It seems politically motivated. Trump is now being brought to court twice shortly after announcing his run for presidency in the 2024 election. I think that's a little sus. I think that's a little crazy. Why you got to be so crazy all the time? I don't know who I want to vote for in 2024. It's a long way away. As far as news cycles go, it's a long way away. And so this is outside of who I want to vote for or who I want the president to be. I think it's a little sus. That the dude is going to court multiple times shortly after announcing his presidency. And the things that can be proven have been done by every president since Bush, maybe even before that. Allegedly. Allegedly. So what do you do with that information? I mean, it starts feeling like a third world country when the political rivals are getting arrested or possibly arrested for running against the sitting president. So what do you think of this? I'd love to hear your comments down below. Whether you're a Democrat, Republican, and Independent, do you think that you want... Do you, can you honestly say that you would like to live in a country where the president arrests his political rivals? Because there's always a good reason. There's always a reason that you can be convinced of if that's what you want to believe. But what if it's flipped around? What if the party that you don't like is the one sitting in office. Very quickly, I believe you're going to have a problem with that, and I do too, and I'm asking you guys to simply come together and stick together, even if you disagree politically, to talk about how this is wrong for America. This isn't good for us. That ultimately goes down to us too, by the way. People start getting arrested for having the wrong political opinion. So what do you do about that? Where do you go? Well, you don't support presidents who instruct their Department of Justice to arrest political rivals. You can start there. You can start by not voting for tyranny. I mean, I believe that's a great place to start, right? Not voting for tyranny. I don't care how much I like a guy's policies if he's going to arrest somebody on false charges. Now, this is where the line gets real gray, right? Well, Trump's a criminal. That's why he's being arrested. I mean, has he really done anything that any president hasn't done in the past 20 years, 30 years? I'm asking you a question. I honestly want to know, has he? And so where, where does that leave us as far as freedom goes? Well, it leaves you in a, in, a, in a place of decision making. It leaves you at a point where you should decide if you want to be part of a country that arrests people for disagreeing with them. 
Anyways, I love you guys. Cheesecake day. It's cheesecake time. Can't wait for my cheesecake. It's a cheesecake time. Transformers Rise of the Beasts is here. It's got 52% on the tomato meter and 91% audience score. Big discrepancy between the audience and the critics. I burped. As usual, uh, it, it apparently takes place in the 90s. It's another Transformers film. Uh, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Uh, that's how Fast and the Furious is. I'm sorry. I meant to say Transformers. You know, a lot of people right now, I think, are so numb that they just want a distraction. And my problem with cinema right now is it feels like a distraction. It doesn't feel like groundbreaking story writing is happening, at least not in the mainstream. It doesn't feel like films are creating stories that we remember, like the Lord of the Rings did, right? Or the Titanic did. I see movies that distract people and they find a formula that distracts them and they just make it over and over and it feels lazy to me. And yes, they found the science behind it. There's explosions. There's Autobots roll out. You know, there's the cool voices. There's the sci-fi. They find the system that works, but then it feels like it gets lazy. One man. One destination. Dylan Randall is the man who hates all film. I don't hate all film. I just think it's pretty terrible right now. And I'm going to call it on it. It's BS. I'm going to call it on it. I don't think it's acceptable. I think it's, it's, it's a great sign of the dimming of our great republic. And now all of our films are capitulating to these nonsense guidelines that ruin film. It's like, hey, no creativity. Your film needs to be political. And uh, I could care less about any creativity you had in mind. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure it's a good film if you've never seen a Transformers film, right? Maybe it's original if you've never seen any of the, if you've, if you've never seen any of the movies, maybe it would be original to you. But even then, when you lose the spirit of originality, is it original even if you've never seen one and you watch the 10th one, for instance? I don't know. It's a, it's a good question. I mean, it's a sort of feeling you have when you see something that's groundbreaking. And I just don't feel it with this. I haven't seen it yet. It wouldn't be fair to review the film after I've seen it. And that's an important thing. You know, many reviewers, they watch the film first. Mm -mm. That's where they get it all wrong. You know, they're selling out. I think they're really selling out by watching the movie before they review it. Uh, it there was a time when people were bold enough to develop an opinion of something uh, without needing any information about it. There was a time when people lived in a van down by the river. There was a time when people lived off of government cheese and were proud of it. Okay. I haven't seen the film. I'm not sure if it's good. I'd have to watch it to tell you that. But then again, if I did, I couldn't review it. So I love you guys. Stay canceled, my friends. And be weird. Yeah.